All right, so we are live with the first ever Swift Bites podcast. Welcome, everybody. Uh, beginner, veteran, pro, beast motor. I'm sitting here with... Uh, with I'm coming, Mike. It's okay. <laughs> I just got spooked a little bit because I had the, the YouTube channel open and it started playing my voice. I'm like, <laughs> I shouldn't be able to hear myself. <laughs> What's what's going on? But uh, I'm sitting here uh, with my buddy Mike, who is my quote unquote partner in crime with a few of the projects that we have going on. And this is going to be our weekly, hopefully weekly podcast about Swift, the Swift language, iOS development, uh, maybe some objective C thrown in there. You know, talk about pretty much whatever. Uh, I think the biggest point we want to get across is the fact that this is by beginners for beginners. And that's not to say that we won't have intermediate conversations or don't welcome advanced coders into this. Uh, but we want an outlet for people who are feeling like they are alone and they're not. So, Mike? Definitely, yeah, definitely for new coders. People who probably either have tried their hand at code at the beginning or... They want to try to get in, but they don't know how or looking for a way into coding itself. Yeah, yeah. so so I guess uh, the, we have we have our little list of notes over here. Uh, I guess the first topic we have going on is struggles that you had when you first started Swift. Um, uh, Mike, I'm going to let you go first, but before you start with that topic, give a little background about what you've got, what made you start coding with Swift, uh, what made you interested in iOS development, so on. Okay, so uh, my name is Mike. I started uh, coding about six months to maybe seven months ago. Um, the purpose I started coding was because I've always wanted to code since I was younger. Uh, I've wanted to code since I was 14, and it never happened. I, I figured I just got lazy enough that I was like, eh, whatever, you know, it looks cool, but I don't know if I want to, you know, spend all this time in it. And uh, eventually, once I actually started progressing my career, I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to work on mechanics the rest of my life. So I started doing uh, coding. Uh, the reason I picked Swift in particular to begin is I've been an Apple fan all my life and I love iOS. Yes, I am an Apple sheep. And it makes it easier, you know, to learn Swift and Objective-C probably to begin uh, my programming experience. Um, before that, I did have a little experience with Java but I want to say that for sure, the majority of my experience so far in the seven months has been with Swift, and I love it. It's great. How about you, Ty? So I was checking uh, checking the live video, make sure both of our audio is coming through good, and I could hear you. So okay, sweet. Um, so my story's a little bit longer, I guess, uh, in terms of how long it actually took me to start. Uh, to give a backstory, my dad is an IT tech. He uh, works for Morton Salt currently as their like IT exec person thing, dude. Um, and he was in the Air Force uh, doing like the Predator drone and stuff like that. So growing up, I always had technology around me. Um, it wasn't until the first iPhone was announced and released that I kind of discovered my sheepish love for Apple. Um, and that's kind of when I wanted, I, I really wanted an iPhone. Unfortunately, I didn't get my first iPhone until like the iPhone 4S. 
Um, but I had started, you know, toying around with the idea of starting it. However, I never had a Mac to use Xcode with. Yeah. Uh, so I would download all these IDEs and not know what I was doing. And from 4S, I was just, I'm assuming that was like 2012 to, uh, you know, 2016, 2015, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, it wasn't until about the fall of 2015 that I started programming and I started with your, your basic HTML, CSS, JavaScript stuff. And from there, it just kind of branched off into, all right, well, now I know, you know, the basics of, of coding. I mean, Swift is much different right, than, right. than HTML and CSS and stuff. But I, I understood how it worked. And I worked three jobs for six months and bought my first MacBook, uh, old Betsy right next to me. And that's when I started. I downloaded Xcode, started toying around with Storyboard, and you know, fast forward two years and here I am. And I have my first app on the app store. It's called Shuffle Play. Uh, Mike and I are working on a project. So that'll be on the app store in fall. Operation Tetra. Operation Tetra is the code name. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's really just like your your typical, you know, developer story. I was surrounded by tech growing up, wanted to see how it's, you know, how it, how it works. I'm fascinated by how things work. I like taking things apart. Uh, not so good at the whole fixing things but I like taking things apart and seeing how they work. Uh, and I very much enjoy the fact that, you know, as a programmer, I'm basically creating that infrastructure for the phone right. or the tablet or hell 20 years, who knows what we have uh, for that to work. Right. So for Karina, I know you said that you, uh, you're watching from your job right now. Um, no, this isn't for work. This is uh personal. It's a, uh, we're kind of learning how to become coders and we're looking for people either to teach code or to have code, like for all those people who want to either learn or uh, who are beginners. And uh, we decided to start a podcast on it, which we're doing on Google, but we wanted to also stream it live on Instagram to answer your question. <laughs> all right. So doing- wait, is that on Instagram live? Yeah, I guess I got a message on Instagram Live. I'm popular. One person. Oh, <laughs> I think we got two viewers on our uh, on our live stream. Uh, thank you, thank you for the viewers that have tuned in so far. I appreciate uh, it. And for those of you listening to the audio podcast version of this on iTunes, thank you for checking us out. Uh, this is the very first episode. Uh, this is Mike's first time ever doing a podcast. Yeah, I have quite a few under my belt. Uh, so if it's glitchy or, you know, we sound like we're amateurs, it's, it's because we are. We're amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so what, what are our favorite things about the Swift language? Why Swift over Objective-C? Why, why Swift over doing like Kotlin and Android development or, uh, you know, Node.js? Why not use a language to create a cross-platform application? Why Swift? So I've always appreciated Swift just because it's where the future's heading, uh, especially with Apple. And uh, and uh, moving forward, they want to use Swift. It's what they're doing now. So since Swift is becoming so popular, um, it makes sense to want to learn that language first. Uh, 
although we can both agree that Objective-C is probably never going to die. <laughs> um, Swift itself is going to be one of the, the key leaders in programming when it comes to the, necess the, the necessity for iPhones, watchOS, and all that other stuff. So if I had to say why I picked Swift itself is probably for the simplicity. It's really simple. You know, it kind of helps that you don't have to be searching for those semicolons that kind of hit themselves somewhere. Right. And, uh, it's a growing language. Uh, the best part about being a new programmer is that you're learning. And when you're learning with a language that is still in its process, you're kind of growing with it. And I, I, I kind of appreciate that. I like that a lot. I, I can feel that. I 100% agree with that. Hold on. <laughs> you joined mine. <laughs> of course I joined yours. Send you a little love letter. Oh, did you? Uh, I don't want to wave. What the heck is this waving stuff? <laughs> All right. So I, I can I can share that same you know thought process and mentality when it comes to Swift over other languages. Um, I found Objective C to be kind of intimidating. Um, obviously, in Swift, you're still using some Objective C, especially if you're using a selector for say your button, your UI button. Uh, you're gonna use an Objective C function for that. Right. Um, but besides that, uh, Swift just I don't want to say it's easy to learn because there's programming isn't easy. The 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 process of programming is definitely not easy. It's one of the most frustrating experiences of your life every right. single day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's that frustration and challenge that I love the most. Um, and Swift was definitely a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Uh, kind of getting it down. Uh, I think the biggest thing is it takes a lot of um, what's the right word for it? Discipline to, you know, sitting down and learning. It's not like there's a W3 schools for, right. for uh, Swift. I mean, you've got hacking with Swift. Right. .com and you've got, you know, raywonderlick.com. But, you know, it's not, it's not no W3 schools. And I think the biggest thing is that, is that discipline to like really sit down and using your resources like Sean Allen or, uh, Brian from Let's Build That App. Those are two really big, oh boy. really big people that uh, that I've learned quite a bit from, as well as you know, close friends like Ivan, uh, who lives down in Texas, good friend of mine. And you know, Mike and I are learning together, so we share a lot of information. Yeah. Uh, we have our own little Slack group, a bunch of iOS developers. Um, and if anybody's interested in that, just let us know, and we can probably start hooking up other people to join. Yeah, we can send out some invites. Yep. Uh, uh, I'll make sure I post the uh, link in the description for it, or the uh, invite link for it. Okay. That way people can um, just join. Disclaimer, for all those people out there who think coding is this really difficult, ridiculous thing that looks like hieroglyphs on a, on a, on a screen, um, when everybody began, including myself and I'm sure Tyler, it did look like hieroglyphs on a screen. Um, it still does sometimes. Sometimes it still does. Uh, it comes down just to the dedication that you might want to put into it when it goes to, hey, 
do I want to learn this? And remember that, you know, programming is the future. If you can go as far as adjusting your settings on a social media application, you're probably just as capable of programming. It just takes the understanding and programming. I'm going to go a little against what Ty said here, but I think programming on its own is easy. It's just the barriers that you hit. Learning it is easy. It's the implementation and the application of actually using it that makes it hard because you're sitting there and you're like, all right, I know how to make something. And then you're like, how do I use it? That's where, that's where it gets difficult. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I, I don't want to say that programming isn't easy, uh, but I think saying that it's easy uh, when it's difficult for somebody makes them feel less. So I, I always, you know, I'm on the side of like, Hey, it's not easy, but you know, you can do it. It's, it's not, it's, it's much like learning Spanish or French or, you know, another foreign language. Uh, and a lot of the syntax between the bajillion languages that are out there, obviously there's not a bajillion of them, but the, the syntax between them, once, once you understand, you know, one language, it becomes easier to understand another language. Right. You know, a variable in Swift is the same, you know, across the board for many other languages, typically speaking. Um, so I try not to like say that it's easy just because, you know, for me, it wasn't easy at the beginning. I, there were a lot of times where I wanted to give up. There were a lot of times where I didn't, you know, I'd start a project and I wouldn't finish it because I couldn't figure something out. Uh, that took a lot of discipline to get through. And, you know, if I, if I can't figure it out, then I just spend, you know, two weeks on a feature for a shuffle play. You've seen it. I get real angry and. <laughs> I spent 45 minutes trying to find a bug that literally was just like a, like an extra bracket. Right. <laughs> or a misspelled word. Uh, squiggly brackets. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not hard, but it, I wouldn't say it's easy. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, it's definitely not hard. It's not easy either. It's just, you just, it got, just do it. Just it, do yeah. it. Just do it. It requires a sense of dedication. Uh, it just requires a sense of dedication and commitment. Exactly. Uh -huh. And, and asking questions. That's the biggest thing that it was really difficult for me is yeah, I didn't want to be that, that new guy that reached, that reached out to somebody and was like, Hey, I have a question about this. What seems probably right. really simple to you, but it's really hard to me. Right. Uh, and I think, you know, asking questions, no matter how silly you think it sounds, that question is, is very important to ask. And any, any question you haven't asked is, is, you know, a missed opportunity. A missed opportunity. I, I completely agree on that. So, yeah, I mean, hell, Ivan put up with my my noob questions for, he still does from time to time. Well, we here's the thing. Uh, we've been doing this for about seven months, and we we're still consider, consider ourselves noobs um, or newer to this. Um, it's... It's really, <laughs> you're silly. Um, it's uh, it's kind of one of those things that even though you can have confidence in your skills, you're never going to know enough. You're never going to learn enough to actually know everything about it. It There are there are millions, maybe not millions, maybe thousands of classes in Swift alone. And if I ever meet someone who memorized all of them, I will shake his hand, give him a high five, and probably a medal. But it's not going to be one of those things where it's just like everybody knows everything about it. And that's that's one of the best parts about programming is you'll never know everything. You'll never know everything. So it's always like a world to explore. 
There's always something to learn, always something to look for. It's always something to entertain, entertain yourself with. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some of the struggles that we had when we started actually doing Swift. Oh man. <laughs> for me, it was the, the difference between uh, variables and constants is stupid as that is stupid as that is. Yeah. That was var, var, you know, text view equals UI text view, let text that, view. That and would, that would always get them confused. Yeah. Um I had a I had a ginormous problem with the whole uh I didn't have so much problems with var and let's because I always pictured a, a var like a variable as something that changes and a let as something that doesn't. So I would always picture a gallon of water and I would be like, well, the water is a variable, but the let is the, the jug itself. So that's how I kind of made myself remember that. Uh, some of the things I faced was it was it was really easy for me to begin Swift. I thought it was the easiest thing ever. Like they teach you all these things. My biggest issue was the implementation part, the part where I actually had to start using Swift. And then I was like, and, and not storyboard. Yeah. And not storyboard. Right. Which, so, which I will, I will always advocate, advocate the fact that, you know, when you're starting out, use storyboard, it helps, it helps tremendously. Right. It helps you become more familiar with Xcode. Um, personally, I do pretty much everything programmatically. So I don't even mess with storyboard. Yeah, we, we both do. <laughs> um, but storyboard shuffle, the first version of shuffle play that didn't even make it to the light of many people's eyes, pretty much myself and my girlfriend, maybe my parents were the only people to see the first version of shuffle play. And my goodness, it's, it looks, I have pictures of it still and it just it looks, amateur. it looks bad. Yeah. But the fact that that was made initially with storyboard and that I was able to then make it better and change pretty much everything about it and programmatically helped tremendously. Uh, but I, I wouldn't recommend just diving in straight to programmatically. That's 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 where you're gonna feel overwhelmed a lot. Right. Even when I started doing programmatically, I felt overwhelmed. I still do from time to time. Yeah. I'm still learning. Um. So for those people who would want to start learning, I would say the best way to do it is find yourself a language that you think you'd feel comfortable learning something either easier or something more in the lines of something that you can relate to or understand or something that you feel a purpose with. Uh, my purpose was always, I decided that I wanted to do mobile development. I wanted to make apps. I wanted to make things for laptops, applications, things for that you could take with you and that you would enjoy. And uh, when I decided that, I realized, hey, I'm not going to be a coder. Well, I'm going to be a coder, but I'm not going to be like the hacker type coder. I'm going to be a mobile developer. I'm going to be the developer that makes things for mobile devices. And that was probably one of the biggest things that I was probably proud of when, when, when I came to that realization. And for those people who think that coding is just one set general basis, yes, it is. But it's like every other job. Every other job has a, a, a big sector. And then teeny tiny segments that separate it. Like uh, you have your web developers, you have your back end developers, front end developers, you have your your mobile developers, you have all kinds of developers, and they're all they're all important and essential, but they all do different tasks, even including the UI developers and UX developers, which honestly could be considered uh, designers in a sense. In a sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I I still get confused by the terminology of what can what yeah. an engineer is considered and what a, a developer is considered. 
it's kind right. of a, it's like a it's not it's not necessarily black and white it, it should be black and white but it's it's not there's um, like there's there's a nice it's like instead of being like a broad line that separates it it's a nice little sketched out line little dots yeah little dots um good so what other problems did you struggle with when starting in swift um commitment issues <laughs> stick, we'll stick into the project yeah commitment issues i would say like imagine starting something and then being like i've looked into this for the last six hours i have found no help i don't want to do this anymore next that was probably the biggest issue i've ever had and sometimes it still tries to get the best of me but when when you sit there like you were talking about and you sit there for six seven hours and you're like why and then you fix it and you're like it works you you can ask my wife you run out there to my wife like i've ran out there and like gave her a hug and but like it works it works and she's like what did you do i was like i made a button work like this button works you know and it's like all this time spent all this time and it's just one button but that sense of accomplishment that you get for knowing that you a bro i did this code i wrote this code it worked it was me no one else just me that is probably the biggest sense of accomplishment that I've ever felt when it comes to coding. I 100% I agree. Um, you've definitely gotten a lot better since we first started working on projects together. Um, <laughs> as far as like the whole not not just giving up on the project, I will say there's there's a fine line between giving up on the project or walking away for you know a couple hours or even a night. That's perfect. Uh, Acceptable. Kind of give you yourself give yourself a little bit of a fresh perspe perspective when you walk back to it. Uh, for me, I if I'm really struggling and it's taking hours and my brain starts to feel like it's just turning into fried eggs, I will you know save and close the project and I'll either you know watch YouTube videos for an hour or two uh listen to a podcast or go hang out with my girlfriend watching tv do something or i'll open up another project that i'm working on and see if i can make something out of that right um and it, it kind of just depends on how my brain's feeling because I, I wouldn't i don't want to say it's not okay to take a break from a project if you're feeling caught up on something to kind of take a step back and give a fresh perspective i mean Mike and I have had moments where we'd be laying in bed late at night. Obviously, we don't lay in bed together. Don't get that. Don't get that right. But we talk. We talk every day, and it'll be like, dude, I was like laying in bed last night. And I came up with the solution for the problem that I was having. I'm like saying, oh, like man. it happens. So just taking a step back and kind of viewing it from an outside lens might help you, like help you get over that little hurdle that you're having. You always want to see it as a one track kind of mind. Um, for example, I I can't tell you how many times I've probably laid in bed myself and been like thinking about it, thinking about it. And my wife's like, hey, uh, we have to do this, this, and this tomorrow. And we got to do this, this, and this. And I'll just be like, the button. Something's wrong with the button. And she's like, what? What button? What are you talking about? I was like, oh, yeah, no, uh, I'm over here, you know, just yeah in space lab i do that i do that all the time with my girlfriend too where so, she'll be she'll be talking something important and my mind will be on something else and she'll i'll, I'll give her that glazed over stare and she's like you didn't hear a single word i said did you I'm yeah like, not it's, not at all <laughs> it's all it's all one track and there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a one track mind i think it's actually 
to me, I consider it beneficial because when I set myself a goal, I have to finish it before I continue on to the next one. And it'll probably torment me for the rest of my life, but I will get it figured out. I swear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You always do, no matter how long it takes. Um, the struggle, the biggest struggle that I've had so far has definitely been the the learning to take a step back instead of crushing my brain with it for, you know, 10 hours or four hours or five days. You know, take a step back, let yourself figure it out oh without crushing your brain. Sup, sexy. <laughs> hey, sexy. Um, but yeah, so the the biggest thing is if you have problems or hurdles that you're trying to overcome, ask questions. Uh, I will say, don't ask questions on Stack Overflow. Yeah, <laughs> I do not well, recommend asking questions you know, on Stack Overflow. You told, me, you told me you had an issue with Stack Overflow at one time, and I've actually like gone back to Stack Overflow like maybe 13, 14 times, and I have yet to still find another jerk. <laughs> but have you asked questions? That's the no, thing. I haven't asked any questions yet. So like I use Stack Overflow every day. Like I haven't stopped using Stack Overflow. I just don't right. ask questions on Stack Overflow. The one question that I had wasn't even a about code necessarily like I didn't need help with my code I needed resources for a specific API and framework and the dude was like well you're you this is just basic knowledge like you should know this I'm like listen dude like nope. listen to, to make it clear to everybody um uh, I know we're using a lot of words that some of you may not understand like APIs and all kinds of stuff uh, frameworks um, all those things are probably going to get explained in a later session. This is kind of just like an introductory section. We were just trying to introduce ourselves. So you guys kind of got a, a feel for us. We're going to be doing Instagram live. We're going to be doing uh, podcasts and we're going to be doing YouTube videos to try to help you guys just like to help us start learning how to code and get better at doing coding itself. So don't feel intimidated if we start saying, ha yeah, the API or uh, rest APIs. And you're like, what is that? God. Firebase. Firebase. And you're like, man, what are they talking about? So everything will be explained in, uh, on due time. This is more of a, hey, you know, we're just trying to, to introduce ourselves to the actual world of coding. What about parse? We don't want to talk about parsing. Parsing, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we kind of already did our about us section, kind of going down the notes. Uh, I feel like we've kind of sped through this, so we might have to come up with some off the top topics to talk about. Uh, but what what should what should uh, listeners and viewers expect from us? Um, expect a lot of cheesy crap. Um, I'm gonna try my hardest to try to stick to the point, but I do also sway off when I'm talking about uh, d different things, probably in code and stuff like that. So expect that a lot. Um, which I'm cool with just because a lot of the, the tech podcasts I listen to are, you know, an hour and a half, two hours long. So, yeah. So we're going to try to keep it, uh, we're trying, we're going to try our hardest to try to keep it short, sweet to the point and try to give you guys an explanation of things, uh, in future events. We want you guys to actually follow us on YouTube so that we can share our screens with you and you can kind of follow us along as we do stuff and learn how to do stuff together. Um, you might hear the occasional um what why isn't this working kind of thing and just you know kind of just kind of follow along with it because it's it's <laughs> it's 
it's us learning with you. It's beginners for beginners. If it was that I was saying, hey, I'm Brian and I know I know a lot more. Like if you watch it, if you, if you don't know about Brian, Brian's videos are great. And you can tell that he already expects the problem to happen. I wish I was on that level and on that note, but it'll probably be a very long time before I ever get to that level. He'll, he'll be like, so you're gonna get an error in like 30 seconds from this line of code. And there it is. And there it is. And I'm over and here like, I, I, I type out, I type out a ton of functions and a few constants and I get 28 errors. I fix those and I get 128 more. And I'm like, this is not how it's supposed to go. Yeah. So think of it more as uh, like what you to expect of us, expect us to teach you, expect us to learn some, for you to learn something from us, uh, maybe get an idea of what coding is and maybe break down that barrier that intimidates you of like, man, dude, these programmers are like on their own next level thing. So we're going to try to help you break that barrier and try to give you the opportunity to actually focus yourself on learning. Um, I, I really want to break down that barrier to entry of like helping you know, like people starting out getting into coding and right. by no means are we trying to be pro or, you know, like we know everything. Cause we don't <laughs> <laughs> I, on, on the grand scheme of things. We probably know nothing, honestly, but that's kind of the thing is like I found having a community of people that are still that are learning with you or, you know, that might be a little bit more advanced than you in it, but they're still learning. Like, that's the thing I want to, you know, create this community that, you know, enables people and doesn't put people down. So basically everybody learns together. There's no there's no everybody separated. It's. There's every there's gonna be different levels of people. Like there's gonna be level people who know a lot, there's gonna be people who know a little, there's gonna be people who don't know anything at all. And our main focus is marginally the people who don't know anything at all, and uh basically the beginners. So that's gonna be our two our two biggest. Um we're gonna try to push it from there. And I think it's I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be entertaining and it's gonna be definitely motivating to see people start to tune in to kind of get an idea of coding, what coding is and an opportunity. And we're gonna we're gonna try our hardest to walk you guys step by step. That's yeah. what you can expect from us, is step by step uh, help. Um in one of those steps in one of those steps we're probably gonna mess up, but it's still step by step. And and I really want like user engagement, I think user is the biggest thing. Like B B like ask questions, you know, communicate yeah, with sure. us, talk with us. We're, we're here for everything, you know, like regardless if it's live while we're talking or you shoot us an email, if you've heard it on iTunes connect, uh, I'm assuming eventually we'll set up a Twitter and an Instagram and stuff like that. Right. Um, so you would be able to reach out, out, uh, out to us on those social platforms as well as like our YouTube channel and stuff. Um, and yeah, I really just want to create a community. Um, right. I think, I think our biggest goal is to make this a weekly thing. Right. So, make, yeah. Make it a weekly thing. Um, so that, that shouldn't be too hard. Right. I don't think, I don't think it should be too hard. I just better not get any, uh, nil pointers in my no life. Pointers. Um, so yeah, just to reiterate, um, this is podcast is probably going to happen once a week and it's going to be literally for beginners. Uh, we're going to make sure to upload everything we can into, uh, iTunes and try to keep a track on YouTube so that you can follow along. If you're like, crap, man, I'm on the third one and I completely missed the second one. You can go back to our YouTube channel or you can go back to our uh, 
or go to iTunes and actually find the podcast where you can go go look it up. Um, like I I want to say that came we are definitely not professionals. Um, it's literally just two guys coding, and we want you to join us while we code and learn. Also, yeah, and hopefully this uh, will get a little bit better streamlined as far as like cool little like animations at the beginning of it, or uh, maybe product spots for things we like or partners down the line. Who who knows? Maybe right. we'll get nowhere. It doesn't really matter. It's not about you know getting free stuff or money or anything like that. It's just we 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 sit on Google Hangouts and talk pretty much daily anyway. So why not open the conversation up to everybody Other else? People, right. Um, I see that you put practices and behaviors when coding on our little talk list here. Uh, do you want to expand on that? Yeah. Um, so practices and behaviors. Um, some of the practices that really happen when you start coding is you start watching someone or you start watching something and they teach you a specific way to do things. Um, when you're writing a paper or when you're writing something about uh, code or anything else, you'll notice that, or like, let's say you're writing a book. If you're writing a book, you have your own art style. You have your own way of writing. You are your own author. So you, you, you write it however you see fit. And if you necessarily start following other people's write style, then you kind of diminish from your write style or you start picking up the bad habits of those other writers. Um, we're going to try our best to show you the best way to do things, but don't depend on the way we write codes because I can already see it. We're going to be writing code and somebody's going to be like, why did you put your squiggly bracket there? Your squiggly bracket should go here. No, we understand. We, we see that coming. And that's not what we're going for. What we're going for is everybody has the right to learn however they want. And we're going to try to teach you the clean and concise way to do it. Um, we're not perfect by all sense, and we're probably not going to be perfect. But we're going to give everybody the opportunity to learn in that specific order how to do it. Um, as for behaviors, behaviors are in the sense of uh, when you hit those walls, what should you do when you hit those walls? Because uh, I got a feeling that at least once or twice, you're probably going to hit a wall with us. And we're going to sit there and we're going to hit the wall together. And we want you to kind of pay attention to how we do it and how we try to figure out these issues. And you're probably going to laugh because a lot of it involves Googling and Stack Overflow. But that's what a coder does. That's what we do. That's how we learn. Uh, if I was to teach you a way to do it on live stream completely, and you would learn it, you would start noticing, oh man, well, anytime I need anything, I can just go up to this guy and learn how to do it. And that's not what we want. We want you to like hit a point and be like, well, now I gotta look something up myself and go and look it up and actually learn to do it yourself. Right. So we wanna, we wanna build that behavior in you guys also. Uh, I, I, I think yeah. the, the biggest thing is, oh, I hear an echo, oh man. Uh-oh, uh -oh. is that for me? Might be. Uh, it's gone. It's gone now. All right. Um, so the, the biggest thing, the, the, I guess it goes along with practices is try not to copy and paste directly from stack overflow. Uh, I've definitely, I started doing that when I first started programming with regardless if it was in Swift or if it was, you know, front end web development code based stuff. Um, you definitely want to try to write it out. Because it, it 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 gets deeper in your brain that way. 
you don't you don't really absorb it when you just copy paste copy paste as well but if you're writing it out you know you'll you'll have an entire ui bunk button uh written down and ready to go by yourself without having to refer to stack overflow so i think that's the biggest one of the biggest practices i want to show and teach is like you know, yeah, use Stack Overflow, use YouTube, use whatever. And YouTube's actually really cool because you don't you can't yeah. copy and paste from YouTube. That's awesome. That's helped a lot. Forces yeah. you to, to, to write it out. Uh, but really, you know, showing like, hey, it, it might, you know, take longer, it might suck, you don't want to type that much. And if you don't want to type that much, why are you programming? <laughs> That's literally our entire career right there. Um, <laughs> but writing it out will definitely help you learn. You know, and it's not you're not gonna know how to do it immediately right after the first time that you you write it out. It's gonna take you know five, twenty, thirty times that you're doing it before it actually clicks in your brain. And once it does, you'll be super stoked. Right. Like I, I couldn't I could the biggest thing that I dealt with was like what's the difference between an IB action and an actual just like function? Yeah. So like coming from storyboard to programmatic. Swift was that was one of the bigger hurdles that I dealt with is like, all right, I started typing IB action in front of all my functions. And I'm like, that's not how that's supposed to go. Right. So and nothing yeah, worked. We'll, we'll, we'll do a good, uh, a good job at explaining to you the differences between the both. And probably uh, since you're learning with us, we'll probably be like, that's a good question. Uh, let me look up exactly what that means. Uh, okay. So here's the difference between the two. So, but for, 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 for reference, ID action is interface builder action and function is obviously just a function. Just a function, right. It's like driving a car. Let person get in the car, punk yeah. car, moves. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible example, but. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to work on this. <laughs> we're, we're, it's very candid. Yeah. So we'll give you guys better explanations on our future videos. This was just kind of like a, hey guys, how's it going? Kind of thing. Um, we hope to see a lot of you guys more. Uh, we hope that you guys continue to follow us for those who are still watching. And we hope to see more uh, in the future. So invite your friends, uh, subscribe, follow us. And if you want to go on podcast and download, download or get them from iTunes, that's you're more than welcome to. Should be up there early next week, probably Monday or Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So drop drop your uh, drop your Twitter handle and your Instagram handle, or your GitHub handle if you really want. Who me? Yeah, you. I'll do the same because I want you to do okay. it first. Yeah. So if yeah, I'll I'll drop them so you guys can follow me on Twitter. You guys can follow me on. Uh, I'm, oh. I meant I meant live. Like, Ooh, you want me to drop it live? Oh, okay. Let me see if I can do this. Already starting to code. Mm, copy here. I will now link my Twitter. You speak it, not put it in the comments. The comments aren't going to be viewable. Oh. You want me to speak it? Okay. So follow me uh, on Twitter. My Twitter is Michael Ocasio one O C A S I O. If you guys want to follow me, um, it has a picture of a dude with a blue shirt. And he is staring at the Black Sea. That is my Twitter. Um, my GitHub is the exact same name, except without the one, Mike Ocasio. And uh, this will probably be the only YouTube account I actually have. So that'll be, yeah, that'll, that, the that'll YouTube. Be. Yeah, that's yeah. self explanatory. 
and uh, Instagram. I don't know my Instagram profile. I don't oh, know. What yeah, name. I got you. I got you. I got you, fam. It's Mike underscore O nineteen ninety four. Mike dot Mike dash underscore or uh, Mike underscore nineteen O oh, nineteen ninety four. Oh, yeah, there you go. Sounds yeah. good. I'll I'll be a little bit smoother with mine. Uh, all all of my handles are the same, and it's it's great. It took so long for me to get that. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is Twitter forward slash the Tyler JP. Instagram is Instagram forward slash the Tyler JP. And GitHub is github.com forward slash the Tyler JP. Nice and easy. Makes everything so easy. You, you've got like 50 different emails and like yeah. a different yeah. screen name for everything. I would, yeah. I would work on consistency. Terrible. I got like, uh, yeah, I got, I got a few. I try to keep it down to Michael Ocasio at least. <laughs> I don't think there are many Michael Ocasio's out there, so you might be able to nab that Instagram name. You'd be surprised. Uh, I, there's actually a guy who has my website already, as bad as I wanted it. Oof. I'd hit him up and be like, how much you want for that domain? <laughs> if he if he says $5,000, be like, I got $5,000 with a pocket lint. <laughs> $5,000 with a pocket lint. Yeah. So uh, any any last thoughts, I guess, before we wrap it up? We've made it through our topic list. I'm assuming we're going to do better topics and more, you know, yeah. topics yeah, in the future. Weeks. Um, if you guys have any questions, anything you guys want to ask or anything you want to let us talk about next week uh, or bring up, you can shoot us a message. You can shoot us an Instagram message, Twitter, uh, GitHub, all the cool stuff. And I'll include all the links in the description of this as well. So yeah, so you can go ahead and drop any questions, and I really hope to see uh, the people who've been watching uh, next week and more people for sure. Um, I'm really excited for this. I think it's going to be a fun adventure to take on with a whole bunch of people. I I, I do have to say, watching you shake out your jitters before we before I kick the start broadcast <laughs> button was, yeah, is I like it's almost like like a little fangirl meeting like. Harry Styles from One Direction. You're just like, ah! Yes, I totally like started going like freaking shaking. I was shaking out pretty bad when I started. It was, but you'll get you'll get more comfortable. I mean, heck, the first the first Keith Bulka show I did, uh, that was nerve wracking. It was absolutely nerve wracking. And now I'm I'm quite a quite a few Keith Bulka shows deep. Uh, and it, it's much different now for me here, like with, with the Swift Bites podcast, because I'm running the whole show versus with Keith Boko's show, it's Keith running the whole show, but I think it's went fairly smooth. I mean, hell, we didn't have any issues so far and the, the issues might happen post show. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been pretty solid and you've definitely gotten more comfortable from you know start broadcast uh, to yeah start broadcast till now 43 minutes later yeah so yeah um i want to thank i want to thank everybody yeah vanessa that's tyler <laughs> uh, my sister's asking um so yeah uh from this point on we'll continue to do more shows uh we hope you guys tune in and we appreciate everything we appreciate the support so far and uh if you again want to learn swift or programming essentially in the swift language you can follow along with us and we'll be more than happy to teach you guys and, and learn together and i'm sure it won't be limited to just swift obviously objective c um objective i do want to dive into to vapor which is 
server-side Swift at like, obviously down the line, right. but kind of talk about server-side Swift, what the possibilities uh, are with that. CocoaPods, um, Firebase. CocoaPods, Firebase, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, good stuff. And obviously like I've been doing, I've done, I started with web development. So if you're out there and you catch this podcast, but you're not super into Swift and you have questions about any web development language, typically speaking, shoot it to us, you know, we, we started out with other languages before Swift. So right. we, this isn't just a Swift only podcast. Obviously the content's going to be very strict Swift oriented, but you know, we're, we're programmers at heart. So we're here to help. Absolutely. All right. Any other closing comments? I think I'm good. You got any? Uh, this was fun. Yeah, this is actually pretty fun. I enjoyed this. It, it, I I thought it was going to be like more intimidating because I'm not just having a conversation with you, but I mean, our conversations might be a little bit more vulgar at heart when they're not live. <laughs> but this is still just having a normal conversation, pretty much. So, like, okay. I'm, I'm excited, and I'm I'm excited to uh, get it on iTunes Connect, which will hopefully get done tonight. Uh, and it has to go through review and all that crap. But okay. Um. Yeah, and I think obviously we're probably not going to stop talking after this podcast, like after this is right. over. So we'll work on getting the Instagram and all that stuff set up. Uh, I'll we'll figure out a way to get the the YouTube channel out there because we didn't use the uh, the uh, Swift Bytes YouTube channel. We had to wait for authorization for yeah, live streaming for and stuff. So. We had to wait for authorization from YouTube to actually make this live on the actual uh, Swift Bytes. Uh, YouTube channel, so it was 24 hours, but we were really excited to put it out today. So we we got so we, putting it somewhere else, but we'll we'll get it on there. Yeah, we we used my old YouTube channel that I'll probably revive and use for tech stuff. So <laughs> this might be a, the breathing of two new lives. Yeah, two lives. Um, so but yeah, I think I appreciate everything. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and uh, just showing your support, coming in and. Uh, hearing us out. I know we're not experts by all means, but support helps. And any, even if I get one viewer to watch it, I'd probably continue to do podcasts. You, you'll be um, super stoked. Yeah, I would be. You, you, oh can, you can currently had like four viewers on your Instagram live. Yeah, I know. I saw. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in, whether it was uh, live later on on YouTube or via iTunes uh appreciate it and let us know if there's anything you want to hear from us any any changes you would recommend uh any better ways to do things just yeah, let us know we'll take all that. uh yeah. but thank you I, for tuning in yeah and i appreciate you guys uh viewing through uh instagram live you guys are great all right guys well, you all guys right. have a good night see ya deuces see ya